last episode I said, don't disassociate from yourself. It's not your inner child. It's you. Just came from a good music creating session. Just listening to the beat. I have the lyrics down packed. I'm just trying to find my artistry and my soul into the to the experience, man. I'm trying to break free. And what I'm realizing is that I'm not condensing my focus into finding my soul. I do one take and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm cool. I do two takes and I said, all right, I'm cool. I need to spend like an hour just listening and then doing different variations to find my authenticity because I don't have an engineer. I don't have a producer guiding me into it. I, w- I want this first one to be me. I purchased beats from Hits by Jude. Salute to him, hitsbyjude.com. But the rest has to be me. And the rest is going to be me. And having that realization, finally, you know, the the walks, the, the midday walks, the morning walks, the runs, the late night walks, post-dinner walks, the pause, whenever you decide to pause. It's about just reflecting on your day. It's about channeling some of your passion and creativity into this experience, incorporating multitasking if you can. I like walking. I like thinking. I like listening to music. I like creating music. I like creating art, philosophy while I walk. I got to concentrate that effort, man. Use the walk for my passion, but don't use it for my ego. I'm not going to find my artistry on the walk. I'm going to find my artistry behind the mic, focused and closed, being in a confined space, man. That's the awareness, and that's within this week. I was gonna, I was, I was going to practice cadence and flow, but I decided to record this instead. And I found, found it, I found it, I found a new idea. And I'm, I, I like this. This elevates it a bit more. And I search in perfection, just knowing that I haven't done enough work to say this is a solid song. I have all the concepts for it. Like this is the this is the first one. This is the fir- this is the first song. The first song I'm ever gonna rap, put out, share socially. Like the first time I'm gonna be vulnerable in this space. Elevate it. Elevate. It, elevate. It. Don't. I I haven't gotten into character yet. I got my artist name. I got the album name ready. You know, I got all of the the final steps done. Now it's the transition to get get the work done. So I feel good. I feel confident. And I go to get the mail. I turn my music off. Something that I, I always try to be mindful of doing is just taking off my headphones occasionally. Keeping my headphones on, but turning the music off. Like being in the space. Like being on a New York City subway train with your headphones on. But the music's off, right? And you just front like you listen to music. But just watching, you just... You're just socially just analyzing shit, man. Like walking down the street in New York with headphones on, disconnected or or selling yourself as being disconnected, but just being yeah hyper aware of everything and what's going on. It's a fun experience. So I do that when I walk into the complex. Right. Someone might try. Someone you never know when someone's gonna try to line you up. 
There's nothing wrong with healthy paranoia, man. People are crazy, though. People are crazy nowadays. I mean, now maybe people always been crazy, right? We've been killing people over less than Subway sandwiches for a long time. Turn the music on. I just walk and I still, I just move my lips so it seems like I'm listening to music. But I'm just aware, aware, aware. Two years ago, during the height of racial tension and all that, I was going for one of my nightly walks. And back then, I was like number four out of black people living here, man. I was a minority. Now, we everywhere. And there's a guy walking ahead of me. And my mind is always this awareness of walking behind people. Walking behind people while black. There's always an awareness. And the, the, sho- the social condition is that black men just feel guilty of, not, of something. He's going to think I'm going to rob him. He's going to think this. And I'm going to negative, negative, negative. But moving to a predominantly white space, but owning your blackness and forging an identity of how you want to interact with your social oppressor is supposed to be part of the social experience. So I have that initial feeling that I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I see him give a look, a look back. And I judge him. I say, yo, he might be the fucking criminal, right? He might be. He, he might try to line me up. Fuck him. Fuck him. And I, the music's off, but the headphones on. I walk up the stairs and I, I'm like, I, I'm aware of who I've seen. Right. So that, and that adds on to, I've never seen this person. They've never seen me. You assume they've never seen you. So like, he might think I'm just here trying to rob him. Right. Like that, you know, that's the feeling. But you move past it. You move past it. And I see the little look back. And I ask to the energy, right? Like he's, he's checking over his shoulder to make sure things are clear. I don't never look back. I don't give a fuck. I don't never look back. For what? The fuck your presence? I know he don't live on my floor. Because I know everyone who live on my floor. He walks up on flight. And you... I always hear when the door opens. You can hear when the door opens. You walk up the stairs, there's a door that takes you into the the lobby for that floor. I see him turn a corner. I don't hear the door open. On my hip, I'm ready. He might be on his hip ready too, right? We both ready for something. He paused because he he thinks something's about to happen. On a Live With Love podcast, I did an episode with Tequila Mockingbird on TikTok and he said, I miss the days when white people were scared of us. It ain't gotta be fear like you terrified. But I, I want you to get uncomfortable. I walk past his floor, his presence, my awareness of his presence, and I'm just waiting to hear rustle or anything. But I'm still mouthing my lips and you know, just saying gibberish, just listening. And I go up my flight to steps. I open the door on my floor. And it's quiet. So, yo, I have hyper-awareness. I know when someone takes the first step all the way downstairs, I feel the vibration. So I feel when doors close and open throughout the building. People walk heavy also. One thing about me is I, just, I walk softly, right? I'm light. 
I don't walk around stomping, clud, clud, clud. <laughs> For what? <laughs> For what? I walk lightly, y'all. Yo, life is a breeze. I ain't got no weight on my shoulder. I don't have any labor that's on my back that is weighing me down that I need to stomp. When I stomp, I'm stomping through snow. I'm clearing a path for myself. And I'm walking to my door and I'm just chuckling, man. I'm chuckling. Chuckling at the moment. Chuckling at the... You pussy. <laughs> right? You scared. Why are you scared, man? Why you... Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared, yo. Be ready for everything and anything at all times, right? I'm never in fear because I'm always prepared, man. I do my best to prepare, prepare, prepare. And granted, you know, I, I I live a simple life, so I have a lot of the same occurrences. That increases my odds of being prepared. But it also means that if things go completely left, like 2019, 2020, I might not be ready. But I, I, I live through chaos, man. I live through it all. I'm Gucci. RNNN is sponsored by the Black Excellence Shop. Shop our Black Excellence calendar journal and bundle at blackexcellencedaily.com. And download the Black Excellence Daily app for Android and iOS. Learn, journal, inspire. I ain't scared. All I know is, yo, just keep working, keep preparing, keep planning, keep building. Yo, the... the the wheel starts moving a lot easier eventually, man. Initially, yo, that, the first push, like, you know, when you're doing a price, right? You got to spin that big wheel, man. When people do it the first time, right, your equilibrium is off because you're not familiar. You don't have any muscle memory of this wheel. And you're just, like, sometimes you're just in a shock and awe of it. You go to spin the wheel and you just, like, do some whack shit. But you've been in the wheel of life for a minute, man. You know, You know what the weight is. Like I say, for me, it's light. But once you get the, once you get your fingertips on the wheel, man, once you, once you're ready to bring down with the force of inertia, right? When you start applying the right amount of pressure and flowing naturally with what this life experience is, man, it's just a breeze spinning that wheel, man. It's a breeze. You just some, you, you the mouse on the wheel, just walking. You read, you ain't burning no calories. You just reading a book, walking, smoking a cigarette. Why the wheel turn? And you go rest and do what you need to do. When I turn the music off, it's also a time to just pause and self-reflect. Well, anyway, the end of the story is that you know, eventually he walked through the door. And I heard the, door, the, the vibration of the door closing. The walks are always, the turning the music off is also a time just to kind of ref, ref, reflect and transition from being in this high vibrational place to transition into being home and I got to do work, I got to do this, I got to cook. Responsibility, responsibility. Erica and I went for a walk yesterday. And when I came home, it was like this dread of, I got mad shit to do. It's Monday. And it was like, nah, yo, Monday is the transition day. Get the week in order. And then it's work Tuesday through Tuesday through Friday, hard at it. Saturday and Sunday light, or sometimes Sunday hard. So I'm making a transition this evening. And thinking about disassociation I was thinking about you know how to take my headphones off and you know I went to school for sociology mine in psychology and you know I, you know I enjoy understanding this social experience or not just understanding because that's subjective I, I I enjoy 
find applying value to the social experience. Defining value and it's testing the experience to see. The idea was, what is the world like when they think you're distracted? You know, when your back is turned, that's when people do dirt, kick dirt on your name, never to your face. So when you're in social spaces and you have headphones on and people think you're elsewhere, who do people become? What do they say? I just got off a phone interview and it felt good, man. But interviews always feel good. I feel like yeah, I'm, I'm just talking. It's always hard to define. And then the idea is they seemed interested, right? It seemed like there's mutual interest. I wonder what they said after the call. <laughs> right? I wonder what they said. Right? And then you start assigning all the value based on the, the things you've disliked about yourself. Maybe you said um too much. Maybe you stuttered a lot. Maybe you think you don't you speak clearly. Maybe you think you rambled. I should have said this. I could have said that. You're interviewing because you want the job. You need the job. And eventually just moving on and being like, all right, whatever happens, happens. I'm still here to turn the wheel. Like, I'm not going to stop turning the wheel because we had a conversation. We had foreplay. And I'm just going to stop the wheel. And I, I'm, I'm good here. I like this right now. Nah, I'm going to wait. I'm going to keep churning. I'm going to go full play with someone else just in case. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, you know, I like doing social experiences, man, social experiments. And I was like, yo, I'm a fucking sociologist. Yo, I'm a fucking philosopher. I'm a philosopher, yo. You know, the, the the current social climate is you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to be an artist. You're supposed to just be a creative, right? Being a creative and being an artist are two entirely different things, two different mindsets, two different sets of value. Artistry, artistry is for passion and inspiration. Creating is just for ego. At the end of the day, it's just for ego. I create this, okay? That's for self. What's the next step? Where's the additional social value? I created this, right? I did this. I created this. Okay? Unless there's a why, it's all ego. So I was like, nah, you know, nah, yo, you a fucking philosopher, nigga. And then I, I started hyping myself. I said, yo, ain't no one out here giving real nigga news, right? If you just talking about what's easy, talking about the clicks, real niggas ain't going through what, you, what celebrities are going through. This is real, real everyday life shit, man. Just like, listen, that's what makes, that's what, that's what makes vlogs and blogs and all this shit popular. People just telling you about their lives, man. Why can't a nigga tell me about his life? I want that real shit, man. What do you know? Not what you think, not what you feel, not what you do. What do you know? What have you tested? What have you theorized in this life experience? What have you proven? What have you disproven? That's that's the real news. That's the real news. That's what journalism is, right? The honor in journalism is 
I went to different sources. These are the facts that I gathered. Here's the end result. That's that real. You do that with yourself. The different sources within yourself. I said, don't disassociate. It's not your inner child, it's me. When I, when, I, when I need to hype myself up, I'm not, come on, Clifford, you can do it. Come on, man, yeah. My inner child, the me that motivates me, that's not how he talked to himself. That's not how we grew up talking to each other. That's not what my experience was talking to each other to motivate each other, man. You, yo, come on, man. Fuck yo. Right? You, your energy is like a threat of violence against yourself. Like, yo, stop being, yo, Nick, come on, man. You gotta punk your punk. You gotta, you gotta boss up for yourself. And that's the language and that's the energy I use to boss up for myself. Or boss myself up. That's the one that has soul and passion and drive. That's the one who's doing good. Until all this life shit <laughs> came through. <laughs> right? Ego, right? Back in the day, it was just me. It was easy. I was just a kid. I was free. I was doing whatever makes sense. I was learning. I was going through it. It was all me. It was all me. It was all me. But then it's the, the social responsibility and social awareness and the social pressure comes in. And it's, I don't fit in with this. I don't fit in with the majority that's being projected to me. I'm consuming the wrong information. Bridge the gap. Bridge the gap to motivate yourself with whatever language you need, man. If you got to call yourself an idiot or whatever to motivate yourself, so be it. But just don't believe it. I'm reading the Will Smith book, Will, the autobiography. And, you know, he talks about being a coward. And I, I resonate with his story on that level, man. I feel like a coward growing up. And then there's this, you know, doing the... Reaching towards your light, microdosing on life to self-heal from your three trauma triggers memoir. You know, reliving the past, speaking about the past, and finding new perspectives of yourself. And, and sometimes being dis- disgusted. Like, ugh, I can't believe I did that. Like, what the fuck? Ugh, ugh. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with being disgusted with yourself, man. But know that that's who you were. That's not who you are. And that's what matters, right? 21 Savage, I was, I am. Find your language to self-motivate. Don't disassociate. Know that it's you. That's all I got. Peace. Peace.